Welcome to Into the Mirror, your top podcast for healings, transformations, and badass awakenings. My name is Alexander, and this is Brody. We'll be your host today. Today, we're going to talk about your wife is your mirror. Um, I say like that. It could be your girlfriend, significant other, you know, boyfriend. It doesn't matter. It's I'm just saying it for me, like learning that these healthy, loving relationships, like for me, have taught me the most, even the, especially the ones that ended and what seemed like disaster at first, but ended up being very, very healthy for me. Um, women have a way, I mean, of opening my heart to things that, you know, men just don't. So anyway, Brody, how are you? And I know you're actually married. I'm not, <laughs> so, but so wife, I guess I shouldn't say, but you know, my girlfriend is my mirror. So Brody, how are you? I'm really well. This topic is really cool because like you said, I've learned so much from that significant other, my wife and other relationships in the past that I had learned the most. And it's just like a great starting point to understand that mirror concept, like the reflection aspect and what you give out is what you ultimately receive. It's, it's very, very cool. Like now that I noticed this and learned this, I wish I would have learned this during those relationships, but I, I started learning it. Right. And it's still a practice. I see it every day and it's challenging because you still see it, but you still act from these points of like, when you get upset, you, uh, you start seeing that it's you, how you respond to this shared space, right? It's like we have the same heart space and it's the best way because you do if you're in a good relationship on each stage right you open your heart so like let's just for me the first stages of the relationship the infatuation and the the i mean it could be love at first sight i'm not saying it isn't i'm just saying the first stage is you cannot really tell if there's like this higher love because at first there's so many different chemicals that feel really good and if you come from like but like for me, I came from religious background. So it was like the only okay feeling of goodness, right? They say no drinking, nothing, 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 nothing. But with your married, this is okay. So like I put a lot of, a lot of like my value came from if I was accepted by these beautiful women, you know, and most of the time they accept me when I accepted me. But other than that, it was, yeah. and that's the hard lesson, right? That, so I guess we'd start with that. Yeah, the first part of the relationship, like you, we start in and it feels great. Yeah, you, you, it feels blissful. It feels like no, there can be no wrong. There can be, yeah. everything is blissful, peaceful, amazing, exciting. <laughs> everything, like all these things that you like, you like now, right? You'll go mm -hmm. do, I just said, you'll go do stupid stuff your mind calls stupid and it's not stupid anymore. It's an openness. It really is cool because it helps a lot of us resistant men to like breaks you down in a slow, steady way to real love. I mean, or shows you that you're loved like, but this journey right at first is really good. So it feels great. There's all these different steps from cuddling to making love and all these things in between. But yeah. I noticed that even in the beginning, man, the stress, no matter what was going up, like I was good stress, bad stress, but my stress was still, rising very high when I was like with someone I actually wanted to be with. Right. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess in the very dating stage, is that what you're talking about? Like yeah, just when, you, meet uh, when you first meet the person you're dating? Yeah. When you yeah. first, it's, 
It's like shock waves that you receive, like, oh my God, am I good enough? It's so great. You know, look, do they love, like all those things, like, do they love me? Do they like me? Are we like, how would this be? Do we connect on all these levels? There's so many questions that are yeah. all sparked from one flow of feeling, like that feeling of like, like potential love or love or infatuation, however you want to label it. But it's like, it helps that those chemicals really can help change mindsets and for better or for worse. Like, so I like relationships. I have, there's so many people back. I'm just remembering back to like high school ages, right? How many friends did you have that started dating someone and they just disappeared, right? Disappeared. The dude's yeah. gone. And in college too, that happened a lot. Yeah, this is called, this is just when I was, I don't have as many friends. Like I, <laughs> it sounds awful, but I don't have as many friends like that. And you're like, friends are married and it's just different. So but when the dating ages, I have the friends that just disappear. Like they were gone for like six months and you're like, where'd you go? And they're like, I was dating, you know, I was it's like, but it didn't end well. And you know, it'd always be the stories and they would, they, they would pop back up, but it can you know, turn to, to a toxic energy really quickly. Oh yeah. Those, um, like I they, need you. Like it's like we were talking about before this started is that, this stage kind of tricks you to think that you need somebody yeah, to, that you have to breathe, like to, to feel okay. And that's think not about it. it makes me short of breath thinking of being that way. It's like, Whoa, like I love it. I love parts of it, but I don't love the insecure part. And that's why I'm so glad for these awful relationships because they taught me how to be unawful inside all the time. And I mean this in a good way. What I'm saying is those hard lessons with the people I love dearly that didn't work out like I wanted, right? That had the story I told myself, we're going to end up this way. And I was never a guy that would make up that many stories except for like, we're together. Now, what together meant was, who knows? But like in my heart, this is where brain context was always so important, right? Like I love these people, but what did that mean? And like, until I found out what I am, I, I had a lot of bad experiences or just hurtful ones. I mean, did you have any breakups that hurt? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, and, oh no, yeah, I made it perfect. Like, you, if you just told me that you just got into the perfect relationship, met your wife and you, I would be like, I clearly don't listen to you ever. If that's the truth. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I mean, there was times where I got a phone call from a girlfriend and uh, I broke my phone, threw it, threw it in the wall and, uh, you know, it was acting. Dude, just... the things I did, like, so the insecurity, like, yes, we know, we all know infatuation. We all know what it is to have a crush. We all know what it feels to feel like maybe not accepted. It doesn't mean unworthy, but un, like maybe not rejected okay there's the word yeah, we yeah. All, i know what it feels like to be rejected it sucks like, it's it horrible sucks it's horrible like, like here i am and then no but the truth is i never really i'm gonna say this i never really got that way because truthfully never i never knew who i was so they i never got to be like meet that like show anyone like this is me do you love me i was only giving them pieces of me right right so, like, they would mirror the insecurity part as well. So yeah, like you, and let's have sex because energy, I can do that. But relationships, you're just a little, you know, you have too much of a past now, or you were this, like, no joke. It was, you have too much of a past since I was 19 years old. And that's like, because in the Mormon 
stuff like the good guys and I'm not saying what I perceived as good guys went on missions at 19 to serve their church. And I didn't, I was, I was never going to do that, you know, but, um, I, what would you say though, is like the next was, what do you, would you call like the next stage? So it's infatuation stage. Then you have the, you mean in things get ugly. Alexander wrote, I, it's infatuation to, I love you unconditionally forever. No, there's no other state. No, I'm kidding. There's stages, but um, I'm just saying my intensity, like I feel like it's either or for me, it was always either or it was never like this balance of let's try this. And maybe this wasn't a good time, but maybe it would be better. I guess I really had that young, youthful, the grass is greener or, you know, or maybe just set, let me let sex drive me for a while because it helps me escape all these pains. You know, like that's where it got hardest because women, it wasn't just like they're women and it's like bad. No, we're healing as community. So this is why the mirroring thing, like these women showed me myself. So like when I was awful and I had like people, like when I was rejected, there was a time I was so awful. I was so jealous. I tried to break up a relationship and I was high. I don't remember anything I did though, but I tried to break up this relationship. I tried... I destroyed the only loving relationship I still felt like I had left, right, with this ex. And I'm not, I'm not using your name. I'm trying to be, like, just my past ex, the one I loved unconditionally, right, and still do. But I, because that insecurity and because of my, per, my get high and attack method, I, it was awful. I woke up. I was, first of all, in jail. I'd also, I'd also, like, called and done all this stuff. And I was buried in this shame. So this is a good story, actually, in the end. But I was so ashamed of all those things I did. It was like that relationship, because of the openness, started, like, blocking my ability to heal, right? Like, I was so ashamed. And instead of being able to discuss it and say the truth, I, I just kept running, right? So it sucked. So it just buried. And this happens with relationships in general. We... We get so in pain and have that something happens that we just run and hope the next one isn't so bad instead of healing, right? So we literally, it's like all one awful relationship rather than seeing as like 10 good, bad, good, bad. You know, it's all part of the same sick Alexander. So like to get healthy, I had to um, look at that shit, right? Like when you're rejected, I, I'm just bringing that feeling up because it was important to remember that. I felt like I could never exist without her, right? I felt like my world was, and I wanted to kill myself. If I was just too much of a coward to do that. And I'm not saying like that. I just, I was so broken feeling, man, All, every bit of me. And that's because by her, I'd already put so much of my value in women. It wasn't even her anymore. She was like women from 10 years all connected so when she rejected me and i was like outside the tribe and she defended the other guy it was the end i was like <gasps> but it wasn't the end for the healing it was like literally the first step right that painful rejection like that some people deal with a lot better than others well and this is why we we had a different podcasts if you go back a few of them we talked about just the power of being alone and the power of of being uh, of silence as well when because if you can't sit in your own silence then you yeah. have no business in being in a relationship anyway so it's garbage it's, i'm so glad it's interesting thing is, uh, <laughs> with my wife um 
we went through like the next stage was, was the stage of infatuation. Then we had the stage of kind of butting heads, like two yeah. rams. And so that's just, what I wanted to get to. Like, I because, like, um, like, but what I learned in this stage was like that you can't just expect your happiness to be through somebody else. You've got to find it within yourself. And then this is like where we learned about like the growth mindset, Carol Dweck, which is a great Yeah, you're in, you're getting out of that. Yeah. And getting out of that, pointing the finger, that's how we got out of that stage was because stop blaming the other person and stop focusing on their defects because we all yeah. have defects. And so stop focusing Absolutely. on that and start, start believing in the potentiality of the other person versus limiting so you, yourself to something else. So that's, that's the second, I, that second stage, which is either like rejection or end and destruction, or what I was, right. you, you don't get that way. If you're healthy, right? I was so unwell. And that's what I'm saying. No relationship was ever going to work at that point. It was always going to reject because I was rejecting myself in the very beginning. It's so simple now. It was so simple. It's so no, it's not was so simple. It's so simple now, but it was so complicated to figure this out. That's like that the sickness really the mere thing. Like it was me. So when I near good stuff to her, she would give me good like my relationships. I don't want to say she, but yeah, her too. Like when I would put good energy even after that collapse, and you tried to work through stuff, and I still wasn't healthy. I was on the run, felonies, all that shit. How could I have a healthy relationship when I can't even be honest with one fucking thing with myself because I've been so hijacked since I was a child from all that fucking trauma and opioids? And See what I mean? Like, we have to find a point at yeah. some place. It's like a resistance sage. It's like the yeah, stage like of resistance because either either you work through the resistance or it ends. It's, it's well, very... It ends. Yeah, that's... So, but the resistance, it's like the, kind of like the battle of the bulge with other things. You see that you can walk through things. And a lot of times if you do it like me, you do, sir. You're very good at apologies. So, like, it, it goes on a lot longer than it should. Like, when I should have just been honest and said, hey, you know, I love this woman unconditionally. I'm, you know, I told... If I would have said, yeah, I have these felonies, I love you, you're done. And let it go. Like, honestly, but I got to go face myself. Yeah, it sucks. I gotta go into the darkness. I gotta see book by, you know, five years. I had to go to, I knew I had to do time. That was why I was so broken about her. That sucked. I loved her. I knew I, if I was healthy, she would love me. That's true. If I was healthy, but I wasn't healthy. You know what I'm saying? So this heart, I was just broken and I relived a lot of garbage self-concepts because I was, I was a coward and I'm in like these, and it's not her, like no one else but me, right? Like she, there are everyone's in their stages and I can never, I'm so glad that I'm not in that anymore. So I'm not sharing. I'm, I'm so glad that I'm healthy and I hope she's healthy too. But the truth is I am healthy. Like I know no matter what, no matter what, I'm going to be okay in a relationship. But that took, for me, I had to get time alone is what I'm trying to say. I had to be, I wish it didn't have to be DOC and jails and sacred space that way, but it's what it, it takes, what it takes. Right. And, I had to get that hard. Like others, like can stop and slow down, right? If I slow down now, with if I listen to my heart and start becoming honest, all my relationships. So now, you and your your relationship seems good, right? From my all my interpretations, you've been walking through the resistance stage, but you're always going to have resistance, is what I'm saying. Yeah, naturally. 
repeating yeah, on the a little bit. But repeat in, once again and again. In a healthy way, though. It's not bad. Yeah. It's like waking up every day. Like, I don't always feel like running, but after I run, I feel amazing, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's it's waking up every day and knowing, like, you have a choice. And that choice ultimately is knowing that you love yourself first. Like we, I believe even a lot of couples go through this. It's like, we didn't understand like true self-love when we first got into relationship. Most people don't. But like you, we were growing into it one step at a time. And sometimes we might fall back to our insecurities and our doubts and the negativity, but sickness only begets more sickness. So like you have to start from a place you have to create from love, not create from a place of lack or fear. So let me go to sacred space to help just, you know, correct. So with all my chaos and stuff, what I did that, that did help, right? I wanted to get to what I, I had to take space and I had to sit in my space and I learned this is where that mirror thing, like these people mirrored what I believed about myself is what I'm getting at. Like my partner and hopefully when I meet this, this is true in a healthy way, you know, where they're mirroring the self-love of myself, not the dishon- like not trying to co-sign my bullshit or not. And you right. notice this, like, so this relationship for me, it was a life changer. She will always be part of the art in my background. Some of it's hers and I used to not be able to look at it. So this is what I'm trying to say is like, look, I can look at the art. I can look at what I did in my heart. <laughs> and like, that's actually kind of clever, but like, I really had to sit in that space of silence and be like what I did honor it and send and learn to forgive myself right like Mm -hmm. sacred space forgiveness they were such powerful relationships because i messed up a lot and it gave me a lot of opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. and that's okay it's okay we no one's dead no one lost their jobs no one like all this stuff no one like i didn't i wasn't successful in ruining a relationship i only made things stronger like that's the awful thing like all my intentions were not like think about it i like if i would have been honest every time i was honest with her it was okay but i just needed more time right it's sorry i just needed more time to heal myself and separate in it well, I think that a lot of people throw away relationships too early because they they think it's the other person. Just yeah, make sure before you break up with somebody else, like make sure that it's you, it's truly them, and it's not actually you just being whatever within yourself. Because you have to understand that heart space that we always talk about and creating sacred space space. it's a shared space to understand like giving up on my brain is floating above it and your brain's on your little surfboard and we're trying to interpret the waves coming through it's the same wave but we're all at different points of interpretation and when you slow down this is what i'm saying i literally all that noise all that chaos became the most healthy the most fit the most meditation health like everything that was sick became healthy and that took slowing down letting go so letting go wasn't like i gave up on ever healing the relationship i had to learn that letting go and giving up are not the same things there's these powerful resistances i learned and with my i loved her unconditionally so it was a if you love anyone unconditionally use them that sounds awful no use that love you feel it is the most grounding energy you can always tune back into. And so 
almost said her name. She is always part of my heart and I let it go because she's always there. So I had to learn to let go and forgive myself because the way my brain connected the shame and her and I had to forgive it. I to truly accept myself, me, not her, pull full me. I had to forgive her and allow her in still. Does that like allow the love I still felt for? Because when I was blocking it because of shame, do you see, I just blocked all that potential. Does that mean I have to ever see her again? And that was so hard, but so freeing too, right? Like, no, you don't have to see her. Like, this is what my heart said. You don't have to see her. You don't have to prove to her. You don't have to do any of those things. It's like, you're a worthy son of God right now. And believe me, we know if she spent 10 minutes with me, she would see that. And that's all I need to know is that I am authentic me and authentic me always is mirrored back to me. And that's the truth. Like I always saw, I guess my heart never could really be that dishonest for long, right? It just, I would always collapse into those chaotic blowups like on drugs because I could only get high and tell the truth. That's what's so awful, right? I had to get high to get honest and that was a really awful place to be. So anyway, I, relationships are mirrors. I just mean they are the best place to show us ourselves. And when they heal, like these ones that were poisonous become inspirations. And that's true. It's an inspiration now. It's nothing more than that. Nothing less than that either. So it's just love. So for you though, you're in the marriage. Let's close with that. You're the one that's married. Tell me about your, like where you're at, how, how you, how, how do you try best to just be of this loving state, even when maybe, maybe when your wife's mad at you, <laughs> or especially when, you know, those types of things. Yeah. My wife and I have been through enough ups and downs and good times and bad times to know the good time, the bad times is actually where our relationship strengthened the most because mm -hmm. when it shit hit the fan, we both, for both of us in many different ways and some we couldn't control some we could control and we realized that that could either break us apart even more or we could use that as almost like a fuel to reinvent ourselves and so there was more of like oh okay it's really fucking horrible right now this is happening but what can we do about it and what can we, and this is where like, I, you know, focusing on each other, the good things and not, yeah. we all have defects, like I said before. So try not to focus what you focus your energy on is going to yeah, grow. The, so. love, the good stuff, the, they're brave, right? I used to, I, that's a great, great point. Like put the energy cause it's all energy from the heart, right? Put mm -hmm. it into the good stuff, like not, Look, they're cowards. Like, believe me, yeah. like they're a coward because then they're gonna mirror that. That's and don't mm -hmm. the time is a little longer. It's just this is important. They're gonna mirror those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if we don't, like, oh man, this. I, and then I, the I, grass is greener. Is, like we thing. we should definitely energize those valuable things and reinforce them. It's idiocracy to reinforce like the negative stuff inside, especially. Because it feels, think about it, it just feels so awful. That's why these exes or the ex really healing was so awesome for me because it was like I started seeing all the good in her again, right? And she, like, I see how amazing her art was and all these special, like, inner child light came out of me. And I'm like, all right, 
this is a good thing. It used to, I judged myself, right? I was like, I judged myself for loving her so much because she didn't love me back that way. Like I was, un, I thought I was unlovable and that was kind of mirrored back to me by the world for a while until, yeah. until now though. And it's different. So I honor her and I really do by remembering like what I learned in, I'm in relationships now, like trying to meet like not trying, I meet them all the time. Women all the time of higher vibration that, that actually know my whole story and see my value. So it's like, it's amazing, dude. So I've learned like this love stuff is real, but it's self-love. It doesn't, it's all mm -hmm. about you, you know? And Absolutely. So awesome. Well, man. well, that was oh, a fun thanks. episode. I appreciate everybody listening. Make sure to share this and to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Anchor, any of the other protocols. We hope that this uh, episode gave a lot of value and we we're, we appreciate you in sending love. They're super. Yeah, I, I think it's the relationships are super helpful when you're ready.